kick it with the coolest young man you can sit in going through some shit will get you right come and listen y'all ain't messing with the starting five who you kidding yeah it's your man's enough it's your man's enough ladies you can pull up we could talk give advice fellas we could laugh we could joke about life gut shake Kyrie bella walsh and get it right yeah it's your man's enough it's your man's enough you are now watching your man's in them live. I'm your man's Gus the Third. I'm your man's Bello. I'm your man's Austin Felix. And I'm your man's Shakespeare in a random studio in Brooklyn, New York. This is your, your man's in them live. Did you miss me? Did Shout out to Kyrie. He's not here. Yes, sir. Shout out to Mr. Class. And today we have a special guest in the building. Uh, longtime friend. Yes. Many years. Um, very good guy. I'd say one thing I've known you for is like you always was a stand-up dude. Like that's for sure always genuine. Um, Mr. Stanley Lelane. <laughs> that wasn't Shout the greatest intro. That wasn't the greatest, Shut but up. you know, we knew to this. Mr. Stanley Lelane. Go ahead, man. Tell, tell us about it. Tell us what it's not about. Kyrie, y'all. <laughs> not Kyrie, no. He probably got the same tone, though. <laughs> Uh, um, thank you for having me, guys. My name is Stanley Lelane. I am the founder of Lelane Consultant Group, and it starts now the happy hour of finance and business. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. He rehearsed this as in the mirror. He does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, that was a smooth intro. Oh, dude. I don't like, uh, what else I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we had to get you on. It was about time. For real, for real. Yeah, man. We, second we, guess. Yeah, second guess second. ever. Second guess ever. Yeah. Round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> How many times y'all want this shit to clap? You got to keep your finger there and keep it ready. Whoa. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> we just got to move on. We just got to move on. <laughs> yeah, man. What's going on, y'all? What's, what's up? What's going on? in the on? chat? What's up? If Everybody in the chat. If you're in the chat, let yourself be known. <laughs> Anybody here yet? <laughs> sure, everything's been good. I've been chilling. I've been chilling. I was on. Oh. You all right? Wait, what? <laughs> you all right? I'm good. Why? This is a um, it's a check. Check what? You. Anyways, yo, my <laughs> man Shake was in Mexico. <laughs> my man Bella was in Jamaica. Facts. Shake. Had I was in time. Jamaica, Queens. <laughs> Shake had a lit ass time though. Yo, you want? You want? <laughs> but you go first. Tell us about it. The people yeah. want to hear about these vaca these COVID vacations. Yo, Who flew you out? Nobody flew me out. I flew myself out, number one. Stop lying. And um, it was cool. Jamaica was like a... It was beautiful, but I just hated the fact that everything was closed down. Like, all the excursions, ATVN, Zipline, and all that stuff was closed down. So we mostly spent most of our time at the resort. But um, it was fun. I had a good time. You know I love you know I love your people, Shake. Why you got to act like that? I'm just saying. Right. Nah, Drew and I got another Haitian here, too. Huh? Uh-huh. What does that mean? Yes, yeah, talking <laughs> that, means, that means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. It was cool. Shout out to Kyrie in the chat. Gabrielle, what up? How was uh, how was Jamaica, man? I mean, how was Cancun? Oh, Cancun being was... Being a thought out there. I wasn't being a thought. Okay. Um, don't talk to me. But I, you was, was lit. I, it was lit. It was lit. Uh, everything was wide open. Um, yeah, you like the pause. Um... <laughs> Never mind, never mind. You can fight after the show. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, the ATVs, did all the excursions, went on the yacht for the first time. That was cool. Um, the club scene in 
Mexico's crazy. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know. It's it yeah. got it got pretty wild out there. And um yeah, I just had a good time. The Airbnb was lit. Is everything was just on point. I would I'll probably never do a resort again. How how I've far never was done one, but Airbnb I would never do from it. the strip. Not far at all. Yeah, I'm I'm I think the next cuz I the both times I went, I stayed in a resort. And you get that little $2 bus straight down to the to the strip. It's literally a straight ride. Yeah. I mean, the more the more people you go with the better. There was like 10 of us. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. yeah I think the first like, time yeah. I went it was like that much. It was like 10 or 12. Wait, you said you'll never do a resort again? I've never done a resort, but I'll never do one. Airbnb is lit. Airbnb is lit, man. Resorts yeah. are cool too. Listen, yeah. I, that all inclusive be hitting when you Facts. get that free yeah, food. Yeah. Drinks. <laughs> we had a chef. Oh, yeah. See, you on a different a kind of vacation, a, my yeah, brother. Yeah, man. Like I need to get like you balling on a budget. Right. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we had a chef butler. Yeah. I never I never said we had a chef the whole time. We had it for one night. <laughs> He's like, you gotta go home. We gotta go home. It was <laughs> amazing. It Yo, was... am I the only one that has a problem though? Like I think I was talking to you about it. Yeah. When I'm on vac when I'm on vacation, I find it hard for me to like fully relax. I don't I don't know why. I don't know. I just yeah. can't like when I'm there, I'm like my mind is is somewhere else. Like I'm like thinking about me being back home already. Really? Yeah. I like, thought, I, I'm more of I'm thinking about the next thing to do before it's time for me to go home. Yeah. I think like, I'm not relaxing. Life. Like I'm literally when I I used to do a lot of trips, we would literally be up all night partying. The next morning you got to get up early to go to go do your excursion. Yeah. So like we had no break. Like we was like zombies on a boat, a party <laughs> boat <laughs> because we was partying so hard that bro, we was Woozy and shit. Like it was, but after like an hour or two, you get into it and then you you fun with your excursion. I'm not gonna lie. All our um all our excursions was at like a reasonable time. Like so like so like our excursion was at like twelve. We got enough sleep so we can get up and go to the excursions and nah, it was just nah, like we wasn't sleeping. If they, we had that break, we'd be out at the pool, poolside bar drinking <laughs> before the excursion. Yeah, the Airbnb, the Airbnb had a pool. Nick, yo, that's lit. Yeah, yeah. Shake was lit. I'm, I could see, I could tell from the stats, from the snaps, he was having a. So your shit was trash. Yeah, my shit, your shit it was, was fun. It was your fun. Was I had lit. a great time. It was a blessing. But he was with Kyrie Irving though. Yeah, my cousin <laughs> looked like Kyrie Irving. That's why he said it. Yo, <laughs> shout out Jeremy Parfait in the chat. What up, cuz? First like time Kyrie. in here. What's good? What's that's good? A fact. Listen, what we getting into today, man? Yo, did you see? Did y'all see the uh, Jake Paul fight? No, no. I saw no? the highlights. I saw highlights. I don't ever watch the fight. I just wait for the highlights. Any fight. Pay-per-view pay is pay-per-expensive. Exactly. The results are right there in the highlight. Ooh, right. you hit him? Oh, he fell? You catch that's a, all I need. All you got to do is catch a little illegal stream when that's going. Yeah. Yo, those streams be annoying as fuck, though. Like, they, you, they, they be, be freezing. I be like, they be freezing. They come back on frame. The dude's knocked out. I be like, oh, my God, bro. Why did I even watch this? You Did you see it, Snaley? Nah, I didn't. Do you I have used, any thoughts on it? I usually follow on Twitter. Nah, I don't really. Not, not with him. Not with who? Jake Paul? <laughs> yeah. Tom Willie? You watch uh, UFC at all? I watch UFC, but as far as like the that celebrity boxing stuff, yeah, you're not. You're I, not with I it? haven't got into it. Do you think it's smart? I think it's making money. Yeah. Right. Um. I'm, I think you, they're making use of the opportunity. Do you think it's gonna last? I think it's gonna evolve. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna get bigger. You know what, Stanley? I'll say it. It's fucking the game up, man. <laughs> it is messing the game up. Okay. I'll All be right. Honest with you, it is. Is I I I get it. Get your money, but all these like oh like it looks it looks fake. It looks fake. Like there's no way I'm gonna have somebody on the ropes, and you telling me I didn't knock him out right then and then. 
That, that's what you're telling me? I didn't knock him out right then and then. I let him recover. But that's the thing, though, about Tyron Willie, though. He fights like that in the M- MMA. He fights like that in the UFC. He, he's always a cautious fighter. Like, he never really... He's explosive and he's powerful, but when it comes down to like finishing, he always has like a touch of cautiousness mm-hmm. to him, and that's what that's what his biggest takeaway was because they were saying of, he was a, a lot boring of fighter. Got saved by the ropes before though. True, that's, that's but normal. I'm talking about no, one part of his body outside yeah. the ropes, one part of his body in. Did you see it? He hit him hard and yeah, he hit yeah. him really hard. And so I'm, it did look. You sucked. think that knocked him out? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's why the ropes is there. You saved by the ropes. Stop letting them. That's live, part bro. of that's part of the boxing. I'll go over the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> the the goal is to win. The goal is to win. So if you outside the ring, that's it. Yeah, you got to finish the job. I, I won. Wait, what happens? I never act. He I never he did hold that hold to hold him hold once. Hold he should have been able to do it again and drop him. He did. What what happens if you knock somebody out of the ring? Is it done or? They come back in and they continue no, to fight. No, ain't WWE. Uh, <laughs> Not like, what if you knock somebody out? I What's mean, that, Royal Rumble? Just, yeah, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. When they throw him out the ring. Like 30 it. niggas be in the nah, ring. Like, out. is that like an unspoken? Nah, no? you get knocked out, you come back in. Okay. Bro, you ever played the video game? That shit was mad fun. Royal Rumble in the video game was oh, yeah. SmackDown versus Royal. Oh, yeah, 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 Wait, yeah, you play video yeah, games? Bro, I ain't watch. <laughs> I hated watching wrestling, but that nigga, the game was fire. Yeah. Hell in the Cell and Royal Rumble. That was my shit. Yo, why are we so always so surprised when Austin your did something right? Your childhood As a makes kid. no sense. <laughs> you didn't watch cartoons. <laughs> hey, 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 but hey, you hey, played hey, video hey, games. hey, 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 we're not going to go there. It just okay? don't make sense. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go there. It's a new day? It's a new day. Somebody watch anime. <laughs> real quick, real quick, I was on Instagram and uh, Jasmine Sullivan. She did some. Um, uh, what is it? Tell me, tell me a secret. I would never tell something like that. So yeah. I'm gonna read to you what somebody, um, what some of these ladies said. Wait, so they told a secret and then yeah. she told. Wait, t- it was. was? She sh- tell me a secret that you would never. Yeah, tell me a secret you'll never tell your partner. Okay. All and right. So this is what some of these ladies was saying. Yo, this delay. <laughs> All right, so I don't like my engagement ring. Ooh. Damn. That's. That's how sounds... <laughs> would you feel if you're. Deep down, down was they, like, she didn't, I didn't like, like paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. That sounds, that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> All right, so this, this one. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what was you? How do you? How do you? How do you ask for that? a second one? How do you ask for a second one? No, nigga. <laughs> no, turn me How do you? What, Stanley? How would you respond to? You um, give a you give a woman a ring, and she tells you that it wasn't sufficient enough for her. Sufficient in what way? Just because she doesn't like the ring. Size, size. See, that's different. Yeah. Damn, size matter everywhere. <laughs> size matter everywhere, man. <laughs> Um, I think I think for us we, we gotta look at it as uh some women look at the size and like ah, oh, you know, I want a big size ring. Of course. But it's a, it, but it's also <laughs> about the clarity. You can have an, a, a small ring with more clarity and more VVSs in it and mm-hmm. that's more expensive than a big rock. Exactly. So it's like you gotta know the type of girl you're dealing with. Mm. Right? If your girl has taste then you know, she might she might sacrifice a small ring because she knows it's an expensive ring. Mm. Versus if it's like uh, just a big ring, just to show it off that you got a big ring. That's what they want. Yeah, right. They just want the big ring. You got a nice right. cubic so zirconium. Facts. <laughs> doing all the pictures and shit, putting it on their face. 
Yeah, I think that's what Kyrie um, told me about rings. He said that, like, um, basically what you just said, like a big ring, it may not be a good investment yeah. compared right. to a small ring. It could uh, mature. Lot, yeah. yeah. And then, and then you know, if you she's been with you for five-plus years, let's say ten years, mm. then it shouldn't be a problem to upgrade her ring. Yeah. All Wait, right. what do you mean? Because um, you could just upgrade, <laughs> you could just add something if you mm-hmm. go to it. Oh, Tula. you're talking about after you give it to her, right? It's oh, okay, just, okay, okay, okay. Like on the anniversary or something, you you yeah, surprise upgrade, yeah, okay. give her an upgrade. Sense. You know, mm-hmm. especially if that's someone you want to keep, right? And you want to make sure she's she's happy and satisfied, then just upgrade her ring. So you don't sound like you'd flip out too much over uh, someone telling you that they wanted a bigger ring. No, I would probably, I would probably be disappointed if she said I don't like my ring in, in at all. Mm. Somebody say I'm a bigger ring. I'm like, I right, wait till I get my money up. I give you a bigger ring. Okay. Well, that don't. She I, said. I, I mean, I would probably tell like you that I don't like the ring yeah, at all. Yeah, me too. Right. I'll probably. They say uh, I don't like the size of it. I'm like, you just don't like the whole ring. That, mm. That's that's how I see it. Is that it makes the ring? The rock makes the ring, right? Yeah. So I'm getting a new yeah. girl. Look, be, <laughs> I, I agree with you. <laughs> like it's a diamond and not a pearl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, another comment? Another one was, you thought you played me, um, but I had already cheated first. Oh. <laughs> mm, damn. Oh. You thought you played me, but I already cheated first. Anybody can relate to that one? No. <laughs> you? No. Nah, nah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but how would we know? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, never mind. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> But you know what it is? Sometimes... Sometimes women say stuff like that and they didn't do it, but mm. they they'll say it to get under your skin. Yeah, yeah. to hurt you. Yeah, to hurt you. Yeah, so. Or maybe they did it. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never they know. say it. I ain't gonna be like you lying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna like, take fuck. that shit right there. Word. <laughs> nah, you gonna be like you lying. <laughs> right, like, like, oh, that's what you did. I'm calling your mother. <laughs> Sutton told me to cheat. I knew you cheated. Sutton told me Yo, to cheat. Yo, the moms be knowing. Yeah, your daughter's a hoe, <laughs> and I want you to know that. Okay, she out here. Now here's another one. <laughs> I think he's a little bit ugly. His mom. I, I, like I think he, going. I think he's a little bit ugly, like his mom. And I'm a glad we don't have kids together. What? It's <laughs> like sounds like somebody's hurt. Yeah. First of all, you brought my mom into it, which is automatically that's, over for you. That's a no no. Wait, so why are you with him? Right. That's what I said when I read it. He ugly, his mom ugly, and you don't want kids with him. Girls be talking about they like ugly dudes, though. No, nah, they be saying they like medium ugly dudes. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. They say right. medium ugly. Wait, what's medium a medium ugly? ugly? Have you ever they heard say, someone say, say a me- They say Meek Mill is medium ugly. You say- <laughs> I swear to God. Why would I say that? Why would I say that? Why would I say that, Drew? I've never heard wait, the term wait. medium ugly. All right, ugly, so just because you never heard of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You came up with that just now. But yeah, they've been about the, to fight all day. I got a question. Why would somebody, why would girls say, I like an ugly person? You never heard that before? They'd be like, uh, No, it doesn't exist, Drew. No, it does. Women oh, say oh. that they prefer an ugly guy because they feel like the pretty guys are too into themselves and that all the other women want them. Mm-hmm. But they, they would rather a, a ugly, confident dude, supposedly. I've heard that a bunch of times. Because you're ugly. So they'll pick the That's guy who's the, not the best looking. <laughs> right. Because they don't want everybody to be all over them. You feel mm. me? Is that insecurity? Or? Definitely course. is. Do guys do that? I don't be like, oh, I want some ugly nah. girl. I'm like, no, no, no. no. Make sure she's cute. 
<laughs> Drew said Drew said he willing to talk to the ugly girl at the table. Talk, listen, my like, let me give you my theories, man, because they're gonna mix up <laughs> oh, my words. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna mix up my words. Listen, he likes ugly girls. Listen, okay? Stanley. So this is my thing. So there's a there's a group of women, in, right? Uh-huh. We outside. You going straight for the ugly? Listen, that's <laughs> it. Listen, right? listen, if I see one that I like, she's she probably might be the most beautiful one in the group. I'm not gonna just go straight and approach the pretty one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna work the group. I might talk to the ones that's not as attractive. I'm gonna talk to everybody, and I'll eventually make my way to the pretty one so after you, I finish. What is? What if we approach them as a group? You want us all to follow your suit? Because if I go talk to the pretty one, you and you you ain't coming back over there. Like, if, it's a, if we going, <laughs> like, it's, it's, like listen, I, like, yo, Drew, get out of here. Drew, you lost. If we going, but we never gave the scenario. You never gave the scenario. We never gave the scenario. I'm curious. You went straight for the ugly. Right. That's what you did. You go into the ugly. Don't come back over here, Drew. We never made the scenario. If it's a group thing, I'm going for the one that I want. Oh, yeah. You feel me? But if you're by yourself, you're going for the ugly one. You can't just approach just the one that you want. You got to work the group. Am I wrong? No, you got to work the group for sure. What Uh, you think, Stanley? I don't know. I I don't want to work the group. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh I'm going to go straight and try my try my shot with the pretty one. Mm. But all her girls is going to be like... Nah, this is Kyrie's older brother. (laughs) Think think about it like this. You work the group, right? Um, The pretty one's going to get offended. Somebody's going to get offended. Because if you go to the ugly one, she's probably going to think, oh, he's into me. Uh Uh-huh. Right, he bypass everyone. That's what I told. No, him. it don't work like that. We don't know. I'm telling you, Stanley. <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, if you go to the if you go to the friends before going to the pretty one, you automatically get the okay because she sees that her friends that like I you. Agree. That right, I agree. and because she's the prettiest one out the group, she knows like I'm the baddest one here. He obviously wants me. My friends like him. I'll give him a chance. If you go straight to her and you don't work the friends, the friends are going to be like, oh, like, who is this guy? Oh, he just wants to go. I mean, nah, get out of here. Everybody but, want my friend. But get you, out can here. A, you can approach them as a collective. Make right. them all laugh. Have them all included in the conversation. You ugly duckling. You say, like, ew, you. And then you just <laughs> go up to her and be like, yeah, let's have this conversation. He be, be plotting like, well. like oh, yeah, her weave a little bad, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> you see them go get her. You see them feet? Yeah, I can't stand mm. that. <laughs> We just gotta test it. Oh yeah, all the, all the girls got on heels. She got on flats. I'm going for. Her. <laughs> Yo, everybody, in the chat out everybody in the chat. Let me read some of these comments. Shout out Cammy. She said hi guys. What's up, Cammy? How hey. you doing, Cammy? What's uh, going on? Isaiah says the Jew in me would. Amber alert! Oh. Flash flood. Oh, emergency! Flash flood. Flash flood. Uh, Wait, Isaiah, hold on, why I get one? <laughs> right, I'm doomed. <laughs> Isaiah said Kyrie must have got demoted for this episode. <laughs> He also says the Jew in me would flip out. He talking about the the ring. The the Jew in me? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jewish? Say, he talking about the ring. He said the Jew in me would flip out. He said nah. Um, Kyrie says laugh master stay coming for me. Zake stay coming for me. Nah, if you haven't looked outside, it's down to poor. Uh, Fresh said yo, what up, Fresh? And Isaiah says I have windows full. I can't see. It's raining outside. Drew approach. What? It's called the Drew approach. The Drew, Drew approach. approach. Yep. That's uh-huh. me. Yeah, we should we should we should we should claim that. We should coin that. I think we should test it. The Drew approach. We should, yeah, we should put it. her on camera. We should. Well, hashtag, that's no? hashtag the Drew no. approach. We just blur out the well, <laughs> we, we have him sign something out. We have him sign the NDA. No, not NDA. What's it called? It's it's something else. It's not the NDA. It's like an agreement, like I can use this footage. Yeah. With, you know, you give me the uh, the license. Yeah. The licensing agreement. No, it's like they signed something, so I... I think it's an NDA. It is? I don't know. Well, the NDA is so that way they gonna, nobody talks about it. 
Oh, yeah, sorry. it's not an yeah, NDA. We want it's them to talk NDA. about it. It's not yeah. NDA. yeah, it's more like I recorded you, signed this so I can use this footage now. Okay, yeah, what's the name of it? Chat somebody in the chat, help us out. All right, all ugly girls, be on the lookout for <laughs> Drew <laughs> coming to you to break the ice. Here's one. <laughs> I'm I'm secretly trying to get a divorce before he puts a, r- a ring on it. So what? Uh, hmm? What? Oh, she was married before. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm secretly still trying to get a divorce before he puts a ring on it. Why would it be a secret though? Oh, she probably didn't tell him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, if she okay with that scenario, if she's separated and it's just a matter of paperwork, no, they're together. No, I think I think no, I think she's I think she's probably separated and someone new is gonna give her a ring, but she's working yeah. on a divorce and That's he doesn't know. Like. He doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. whoever oh, she's with now okay. does not. It's not know like yeah, she it's was not married like, prior. Yeah, it's not like she's like actively with him. You know, okay. they're, okay. if they're separate, I don't see a real problem with that. I don't. I, mean, it's I, a secret, I do because it's like it's a secret. Like yeah. like because say if the person is say they didn't want to be with somebody that was married before. You should be. You should disclose that if yeah, you're married yeah. and you're working on divorce for sure. You should mm-hmm. tell the person. Yeah. How do you feel, Stanley? Um, <laughs> you, 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 gotta, you gotta disclose something. But I, I'm trying to understand the, the the actual statement. Is it that they with someone uh, that they oh okay? Are they cheating with someone? No, no, no. no. They're with yeah, somebody. I don't think he's cheating. I don't no, think no, he's no. cheating. They're with somebody involved. that wants to marry them now, but they're still. Married, married legally, legally. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't read that like right. <laughs> read it like that. I was like, "Huh? Why they're are you separated. still together? If you secret, I don't know. Right. They're separated. Right. I don't believe in that separation shit. Like, if a girl tell me she's separated, and to me, you're still married. Well, that's just paperwork. What if you? What do you? What, you, what have like you found you're, out? You're legally. Oh. Yeah, they're but, legally. We're legally. Legally, you, you don't have you, This person could be in California. You could be in New York, but yeah. you're not together. You're legally on paper. It says that you're together, but in your whole mind, your heart, your spirit, you're not really with them. Now, You'd be surprised how easy it is to go from legally separated to back together and trying to work on things real quick. Marriage is different. I feel like if you're married, so? if you're married to someone, for sure. If they say they separate and they separate, yeah. they're yeah. working on a divorce. They're working. On I mean, a if divorce. they live in the same house, that's different. It has right. to be fine. But I'm saying, they, I'm saying they can be literally separated, uh-huh. right? And it's just a matter of paperwork. Yeah. You my, can't you my, can't control everything, Drew. And also, there's, there's a there's a timeline when you get when you go through the process of divorce. It doesn't happen right away. Oh yeah, you have to be separated so for a certain amount. You got to be separated, and then you got to wait till it goes to the courts, and then you get your, mm-hmm. your documents back. So that per, to his point, you can be separated and just waiting for the divorce to be finalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Which you do deserve to what what to go date and find somebody what else. What stops that person from being like? Hmm, I changed my mind. We have three kids. We built this whole family together. Let's try and work it out. That's just a condition. Yeah. Yeah, but there could be a lot of conditions. That's just a condition. Just like them being completely separated is a condition. Well, have you found out that your wife or significant other said that your baby, she didn't know if it was yours or not (laughs) in the beginning? Who's your baby? (laughs) (laughs) Who's your baby? If it's if it's a possibility, it's not my not mine. It's not y'all, baby. It's her baby. They got nothing to do with me. She could she could take care of that until proven. Yeah, yeah. And when that mm-hmm. DNA test come back and it shows that it's not mine, first of all, you see this that's nose. That's kind of that's. You see this nose. 
If my kid don't got this nose, it's a problem, yeah, all right? You don't know that shake, baby. Well, she got your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, see, all Drew's kids gonna have that forehead. <laughs> right, that forehead right there. <laughs> now, that's a problem. I, that's, that's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer? Nah. You know, Wait, so it, what if it's your child. It is your child. But, but you found out she, that she, she yeah. was questioning in the beginning. Ho! <laughs> I knew it was coming. Ho! That, that, that's all I see. I mean, that that's the word of the was, day. <laughs> she was, she was raw dogging right before y'all was raw exactly. dogging around you know, the same time. It's nasty out here, bro. You let somebody <laughs> else. Speaking of nasty, it's the last wait, one. Wait, 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 wait. Yo, he wait. said that way. She so let somebody else put they stick in her pond? <laughs> oh, no, brother. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No double dipping over here. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, it's nasty out here. What's True. the last one? Speaking of la- last one. the evil one. world we're living in. <laughs> last one is that he had toilet paper in his booty while I was eating it. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> that better say that than you That's what it says. Uh, <laughs> trick Daddy, not the picture of Trick yeah, Daddy. Yeah, had a picture of Trick Daddy. Yo, my man's is out here, man, giving out all his secrets. Listen, if you do it to each his own, if you got get your salad tossed, mm-hmm. that's great for you. He Lamborghini door it. Whatever Lamborghini. <laughs> he said he he got both legs up. Yeah. Would you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> Austin. Hit him with the Tesla doors. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I believe that if whatever you do with your significant other is on y'all. Mm. That's what's up. But what if it's just you just uh, don't got to say Look, I'm not look, I'm not looking at nobody different because of what they into. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Like yeah. if that's what you that's your business. Everybody has their fetish. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like but like Drew and Fee. Y'all niggas is nice. I, got fetish <laughs> when I found out niggas was getting their ass eaten. I was like, that's what the, the fuck? <laughs> nah, everybody got their fetish. You know, Yo, I thought you was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> everybody, gonna say, everybody Yo, get their ass eaten. No, when you when you look at <laughs> when you look at um the, when you hear the stories, right? Like R. Kelly pissing on somebody. Yeah. Or, um, right. Somebody else. You know, <laughs> it, it, you, people just have these weird fetishes. Wait, hold on, Stanley. Our county's a little different animal. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but think about it like this. Besides, besides, um, you think R. Kelly's the only one? No, nah. no. Nah, but he's a nasty, yeah, nasty right. man. <laughs> yeah, there was a rumor saying like Trey Songs was doing the same with a, with age appropriate women. Oh, okay. Well, he was, doing well, he, was he was taking dumps. Uh, he was asking people to take. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. These all rumors, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. But yeah. you do hear about stuff like that, like yeah. women going to Dubai and having you know princes for the bread. poop on them for like three hundred k. Yeah. And then they come back, their money get confiscated. And it was would you nothing. let a princess poop on you for three hundred k? A princess? Yeah. No, he said. I just asked him this yesterday. Would you let? What'd I say. You hmm? said. Hmm. Would you let a? <laughs> would you let a Dubai, a Dubai princess? For 300, nah, not even 300. Uh, let's make it nice. Mm. <laughs> let's make it nice. One mil. $1.5 million. <laughs> Take a hot doo doo <laughs> on your chest. <laughs> I got to answer. It's just yeah. Me. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This question yeah, to you. Else. I answer for you, first nigga. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. First of all, Stanley's new here. So <laughs> you're not going to get that question yet. Stanley, like, yeah, I got to think about my bread. <laughs> oh, you're the uh, dude on the chest guy. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> Gus? No. How did we get here? No? Yeah, yeah I, mm. would, I, would, I would. Nothing? Yeah, well, Not even if they gave you a poncho? Mm. The apron? Now, like if we're doing a, like a, a movie, a like a skit or something, show. I would act like a nurse. 
All right, Gus. All right, Gus. It's not what we talk. Why would you? This nigga want to role play for the situation. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a whole different situation now. Let me get to the chat. Um, Fresh says she should not be trusted. Red flag. He's talking about the uh, the women and um all of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. According to Shake, everybody a hoe. <laughs> Peter Ken, shout out Peter Ken. He says I would never approach a girl when she's with friends. He said, I once got rejected by the friend of the pretty girl. I barely got a chance to talk to the girl I Damn. wanted to. I never, yeah, I never thought about that. You can get shut down. And it's, the, the, it's crazy when you try to talk to one and the friend be like, no, 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 no. She's yeah. okay. She's okay. Yeah. Like, get your ass out of here. I'm going to be nice. Get your ass out of here. Mind <laughs> <out of here. laughs> your business. I'm talking the to her. One? Yeah, Ugly the pretty ass. one. She already knows she's here. Yeah. Like, and then you're going to go to... Somebody beneath her, and then trying to approach her. It like, works. <laughs> I don't know. It works. For I, me. I said I I agree with him with the um the tactic. It's like well, you're not you do the group. Yeah. Right. Right. As a group. You agree even group. even if um you're Dolo, you saying hey how y'all doing? You're not saying ugly chick how you doing. Now he's right. more then, ugly chick. How you doing? Oh, you right. more that's, ugly that's chick. How you doing? Because Drew walking oh. up to the ugly girl like boom. What? What? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> y'all took my right, whole thing it. out of perspective. Word. Next no, thing, you want to talk about? You want to talk about your topic? Um, I think it, I think it, it's it's a good transition to it. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? What's the topic? Oh God. Oh man. Lord Father. I don't even know. How how the shit I word this? <laughs> um, can you let someone go out of love, or is it, or is that just an excuse? Slow it down, Drew. Letting go, letting someone go out of wow. love. I told you, I talk fast. Right. Letting someone go out of love. Yeah. I think you can do that. Excuse. Do you want to introduce it? Well, you just did. There's well, no, there's well, nothing behind it because you threw it in really. there. I felt like it was a little bit of. So, um, Tasia was watching a podcast and she brought this up to me. She was telling Tasia's me that girlfriend. they was having a conversation about like letting someone go out of love and she was like do you think that's something that's possible and we had like a conversation amongst ourselves and i was just like well it is possible to let someone go out of love they may not see it that way but you may see it that way so you when just you go let be to you just me be able you just me <laughs> <laughs> yo leave my dog alone right, you got it, you got it, you got it. nah but you you just you just may not be on the same page at the same time but some people use I'm letting you go out of love as an excuse to be on their bullshit and do whatever they want to do. That's a fact. Right? So it's, it's either you being a fuckboy, you being genuine, saying us being together is probably not the best thing right now. Yeah. Right? Because it legitimately isn't. Or I'm saying I'm, I don't want to be with you. It's, it's not you. It's me type shit. Right. Right? And it's because you want to go fuck Sally down the block. Right. Mm. So, like, I think in a scenario, let's say. Oh. Let's say you have two different career paths and there's a lot of conflict in your your schedules, your timing, y'all can't really right, you see it not working. You see in that you may let's say I'm advancing in my career path and I realize that you compromising to spend time with me is hurting your career path. And I say, you know what? I respect you and I love you. Out of love, I'm gonna, you know, stop things because I see how it's negatively impacting your career path. Right, you're you're following me more than you're following your career path and developing yourself. I'm ending things because I'm ending out of love. Is that a legitimate answer? No. Like no. No? no. So talk to me. What you think? Um, I don't. I don't think so. And 
I, I think if you really love someone, you figure out a way to make it work. Um, when you say that we want to go our separate ways, and I, I want to go my separate way because it's a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. and I recognize that it's not healthy for me to be in that relationship, right? I may care about the person, but I know this is not where I need to be. Then, yes, I can agree that you're saying, like, you know what? I rock with her, but it's not healthy for me as growth-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm trying to develop myself to become a better person. But if you're saying because of financial situations or um, just quality, you know, time. quality time and things like that, I think you got to figure out how to make it work because you can always find opportunities for time. But what if you see it working for you, right? And that other person is... They're willing to make it work too, but it's at a cost for something that's for them. I think you, the one that it's working for, need to scale back if that's what they really. You have to make a decision. You got to say, do I want to move forward in my life? And pr- I probably need someone else at the same level or doing the same things. All right. It's less like, for example, I'm, I'm trying to break it down for where it would make perfect sense. Mm-hmm. It's like having a celebrity with. A regular Joe, mm-hmm. right? And because of my celebrity status, I'm constantly moving around. I'm constantly doing things, but you can't come with me. Yeah, right. Because you have your regular nine to five. You run up. So the decision has to be made where whether I bring the person along with me. Right, not every event, but you're bringing the person literally with you, and you're growing together as a process. Or if that person can't make it, at some point you may have to cut that thread. And is, are you cutting that thread out of love? It, it it's doesn't mean it's out of love. It doesn't mean that I'm cutting it out of love because um, because if I love the person, then we got to figure it out. We got to find a way. Like if I'm if I'm traveling and my wife is working a nine to five constantly, right? I got to find a way to bring include my wife. There's some celebrity celebrities that do the exact same thing. They include their wife. They'll take their wife on these long like when they're going to do like movie sets. A lot of them bring their family along when it's going to be like three months on a set right so the the thing what i'm saying too is that imbalance right mm-hmm. if i decide hey i'm just gonna take you along with me everywhere it's kind of selfish in my opinion that i remove you from what you wanted to do or what you enjoy doing or your studies or your school right if i get a big job a deal to move out and it's like hey you're in your last two years of school blah 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 do i drag you away from that you know what i mean like i feel like it's it's a situation like that where it's like at the same time, I'm a big believer in individual growth, right? right? I don't want to be the, the one that's, you know, pulling you the entire time. I feel like you should have your own platform, your own foundation, and we should work with each other to keep it growing. I agree with that. Right? If I feel like a large amount of that is me taking you away, me growing is taking you away from your growth, your individual growth, and I let things go, I would say I'm letting it go out of love. Like, I love you, I want to be with you, but I feel like this is hurting you. You know what I mean? So I'm letting it go. That's kind of where I, where I, I see it. Yeah. Well, but you're saying if you really love the person, then you'll figure it out. Right. Figure and it you're out. saying that because you love the person, you're letting them go. Correct. Got you. A lot of different scenarios yeah, can come with this, scenario, right? right? Yeah. But I think in theory, we both may be right depending on which lens you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah, right? exactly. And I, and I agree to your point where uh, is, is, it, is it predicated off of my success? A- am, am I trying to be so successful 
where I'm, I'm driving myself every day to be at this point, at this level, that this person can't keep up. Do you think it's a possibility that we might grow out of love versus me letting you Letting go, it go early. Right, because we're on two different paths. Right, right. See what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's easier for me to say, listen, we're growing in two different directions. It, not, it, it may not be because um, I'm letting you go out of love. It might be because I'm really going, I'm moving up into another level mm-hmm. that you're not, I can't see you coming along. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's why I brought up the celebrity thing. Sometimes celebrities get together. You find like a lot of relationships within c- the same celebrity circle. Yep. And the reason is because they can understand the lifestyle. that lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. And right. the hoes. <laughs> Everybody at home. When I hear um, I'm breaking up with you out of love or separation, I'm thinking from my own experience, um, I know what you want, I can't deliver right now. I've tried. It doesn't work. Or it's just like it's conflicting with what I want to do. So... You know, it's best if we separate or go our right. separate ways because of that. It's like I love you in it, but it would be selfish for me to continue to to like drag you or drag this situation on. Right. Hold on, Cammy got a good one. She says, I heard of this scenario where one person wants to get married and the other one doesn't. So then so they let them go out of love and that person ends up getting married in the next relationship. Ho. Well, what? No, no. Did you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hoes a trigger word, man. Yo, you, you know what that reminds me of? Um, Cassie and Diddy. Like how Cassie and Diddy were together for mad long, and mm-hmm. then they broke up, and Cassie ended up with some guy. That, that's yeah. different. I think Cassie was really, like, like she was in love, right? She wanted to be with Diddy, wanted to marry, marry Diddy. But Diddy was in a space where it's like, all right, I got this baby mama, I got, you know what I'm saying? I got this one, I got this one on the side. Like, he wasn't the type, to me, to settle down one woman. Mm. But. I'm sorry to interject, but he even. would do it if he He was. didn't even marry, you know. It's out of love. He didn't, he's never married. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he don't believe in it. I don't know. But. Hold on. You don't finished? think. Oh, you, you still going? No, go ahead. You don't think. Don't point at me. Nah, I'm just asking. Okay. <laughs> Y'all don't think that breaking up with someone, because you were talking about, oh, what if they break up with them to just go be a fuckboy? You don't think that's out of love, too? No. How? Because oh, what if he right. decides to no, cheat? Right. Huh? He's what? right. To a, to a degree, he's right, because yeah. let's say I love you so much that I, it's hurting me that I'm constantly cheating on you. Yeah. I know Jones. So I gotta let where you I want to be. Right? Yeah. And, and I feel like that's where the whole excuse, is this a valid excuse, right? It's like, like, if you really love that person, like you said, you will work things out. You mm-hmm. would say, I'm not going to go do this, be a whole shit, right? I'm not going to go be in the streets, whatever, blah, blah. I'm going to stick to you, right? If I really loved you, why would I not that. stay yeah. with you, right? right? Why would I go out yeah. and, and that's do whatever? More, that's more so of a, a temptation thing. That's something that at, at that point, you're making the choice. Like, you're making a choice to go out and have sexual relations or whatever you're doing out in the streets. You're picking that. It's not like somebody's forcing you to do that. It's not like with the whole career path thing where it's like, ah, your hands are kind of tied mm-hmm. by your career. No, no, no. Your dick ain't tied to nothing. You're out there doing what you want to do. Mm. And to make it feel better when you end the relationship, 
you say that you're doing it out of love. Yeah. That's your excuse, uh-huh. right? To make it seem like it's not that bad of a situation, to make it seem like we, I'm, I'm ending this on good terms, but it's really, I want to What if you streets. just don't want to be unfaithful to that person and you know you don't have the willpower to not? Were you already unfaithful? You know, I don't no, think that's I'm out saying. of love. I'm, I'm asking you. You don't want to hurt that person. Were you already unfaithful, though? No. No, but you want to be unfaithful. Let's say you f- you can <laughs> right. see it's coming. But you, <laughs> I, you, you can work. see it. It's you coming. at work. And you, you got that text that I my, you got Susie, my parents are going. Every day, Susie, she brush her butt on your on your hand every time she walk by. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No, 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 don't do that. You know what I'm talking about? Don't do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe that could be out of love too. Maybe not. And then I was thinking also, like, is is do you think it's selfish? For you to be like, because I feel this way, this is why we should end it. Yeah, making that choice for them. Yeah. Yeah, it is selfish. And is that out of love? If you really love the person, nah, I'm not going to say it. Let's define what love is. I think there should be. <laughs> love is subjective. I wouldn't say there's not situations where you would have to make the decision for your partner. And he mentioned like before, like you can both be in a toxic relationship. And when when you see something one way, Sometimes the stubbornness and everything that you see is like, this is the only way. Someone may present the idea. It's like, hey, this isn't working. You may just still see it that way, but it may not be working. Mm-hmm. It may be toxic, you know? Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Reggie says, Cassie sets herself up for failure. She just wanted to <laughs> enjoy the ride. <laughs> Shout out to Reggie Porter in the chat. You. You're Have you heard anything about Cassie, by the way? Yeah, she, yeah, she, she had, had a, a baby. baby. She's, oh. she's married, had a baby. Married yeah, to a nice young man. Everything she wanted. She with somebody else. <laughs> with somebody else. Ho. No, no, no. See, because now in hindsight, in that situation, not their situation, but in a situation where the dude is like, I don't want to get married in general, mm-hmm. but I love you, though. And because of that, you know. But Even though I know you love me, you don't want this. The blah blah blah. But that's like, when, but that's when your you know, logic and your um feelings, emotions, your feelings intervene. It's like, yo, do I? Am I willing to? Is what you're willing to put up with? That's mm-hmm. a hell of a compromise. Am I willing? <laughs> am I willing to sit here and be with somebody who I love, but they're not willing to make that ultimate commitment to me, which is marriage? Yeah. Am I willing to sit here and just be? You know, a permanent girlfriend or it's a permanent husband, or, or I mean, a per- permanent boyfriend, or whatever mm-hmm. case may be. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A partner, life partner, life partner. Yeah. Well, you. I'm about to say, is marriage subjective? But huh? you could be married and be a life partner, right? No. <laughs> you could, but no. they I call. Mean, but you got the yeah. ring, so that's your partner yeah, that's, for life. Yeah, that's your husband. That's, that's your, your husband. wife. Exactly. That's your wife. <laughs> but when you got a life partner. Like that's somebody you yeah. just with for life. That's <laughs> a that's a verbal contract. That's, yeah, like look, this is what we gonna do, and marriage is what together. we not gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, since we on the topic of marriage, Stan, let me ask you a question real quick. All right, Stan the man, Stan the man, smoothest guy I know. <laughs> Yo, what's the biggest difference? I ask all married people this: mm-hmm. What's the biggest difference from being in a relationship? And being married. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give you a story. Because when you oh, get married. Make a little bit better. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, we, when you get into, like for me, um, when you first start off living together, right? Pre-marriage. When you live together with someone, 
you have a routine you basically know the person mm-hmm. and it's like you're dating and then you you, you know you're doing the same thing a married pe- um, couple would do and then you transition right into the marriage so there's no difference does that make sense yeah <coughs> yeah right. that's yeah, that's what you yeah, that's right. what you uh, no advocate right yeah right. yeah the other scenario is when you never live with the person and now you're going into marriage going into living together that's when it becomes a big difference because now you have to realize you're not by yourself anymore you have mm. to make time for that person mm. right so <clears throat> excuse me we um when my wife and i got together and we got we weren't living together mm. so that transition was kind of in the initial phases was kind of like um not not a struggle but it was str- it was something different for me because I was living by myself at one point. So I got used to making time for myself. Right. Right. Now I got to <coughs> make time for that. Per- I got to remind myself there's another person here. So now you go from, go, you know, reading a book by yourself, getting to quality time, isolating yourself with the TV. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you got to be like, oh, shit. Or oh, even better, I, I used to just get up and leave. Mm-hmm. Now I got to let hey, somebody know. I got to let somebody know. And now you watching. Now right. you watching so own TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. And and you know when I say isolate yourself and just be in a zone watching TV. Now you gotta you gotta bring in that engagement. You want to watch this? You you want to watch this mm-hmm. with me? Y'all are right. nice. So <laughs> it's that that that's when it's the you could have struggle. a hard time, brother. <laughs> Why yeah. you all dominate the TV? I always like, tell you know I say I always say Stan that when you when you live with somebody, there's this this probation period of compromise correct it's a lot of compromises back and forth that you have to do to adapt that lifestyle because it's no longer your lifestyle and it's no longer their lifestyle it's our lifestyle Mm -hmm. we're living together and it has to be compromises to make it fit properly like you can't just come in and say hey this is everything this is my lifestyle you joining in i don't care about anything you learned from when you was a child Everything moving forward is with me. That's that's just gonna bump heads the entire yeah. time. I got a question for the people who live with somebody. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why so, do you say it like that? <laughs> um, so like, what is like? It don't. It doesn't have to be like a major thing. But what's one of the one thing you knew that you had to sacrifice living with somebody? Like, what's one of the main things you knew you would have to sacrifice that you were so used to? Like. Ah, uh, like I would like doing that, but now I can't do it anymore. Bringing a girl as to the much. Grave. Shut up, <laughs> shut up, Drew. Well, well, in hindsight, having company is something that you have to obviously check in with your partner, right? Like I can't, ju- the guys can't just pull up, right? I got like, oh, I gotta see if my girl good. Like, ah, uh, okay, right. Call of Duty, you can't play Call of Duty as much as you want to play Call of Duty, <laughs> right? Stan said read a book, but me, I you know play some Call of Duty, <laughs> like. You know, you just like you said, making time in that space with that the person that you live with is is also very important. Yeah, mm. I can see that. I'm, I'm. It's very hard for me to compromise, so um, it takes a while for me to adjust to having <laughs> other people around. I've never lived with somebody, but I've I've like did a partial live. I know it's not the same. Like when you maybe spend weekends together and all that stuff, it's not the same. God, but, it's not the same. Um, it's hard. It's hard to compromise. You're, um, you're going to be forced to compromise. <laughs> the person's going to either stay or leave. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I, got, I got some growing up to do, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I share mean, the damn TV. You, you know, the thing is, <laughs> if, you, if you really uh, really love the person, mm-hmm. 
you, you're going to find a way. Because there's a lot of things that I'm pretty sure you you would s- speak up if it was by yourself, right? But oh, because of if it's your wife, you're like, all right, yep. let that go. Right? Because you care so much, you're like, and sometimes you just don't want the headache. <laughs> like, but yeah, we said that last time. Saying, we, like, we said that last time. We was yeah. like, sometimes they just you just gotta let shit go. Yeah. Yep. If Kyrie was here, Kyrie was like, sometimes <laughs> don't <laughs> want to <laughs> hear. Her <laughs> <mouth>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, sometimes you fact. gotta really evaluate. Like, is it worth it? It's it, not worth got, it. Right. You know. That's yeah. why the, the the coin. What they say. Um, happy, happy wife. Happy, happy wife. Happy life. Yeah. It's so true because at the end of the day, it's like, no, I I really don't wanna. And it's not that. It's not that that she's wrong or I'm right. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes it's just a misunderstanding. Yep. But sometimes you just don't want to clarify because you're like, ah, it's not even worth that. Yep. Well, what happened you to have it. You have it. What happened to a lot of humping happy husband? What happened to that? Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> what is it? A lot of humping happy husband. That's hmm? a fact. That's not how it goes. I'm looking around like, what? <laughs> I, I, made, I don't know if that's how it goes. I made it up. Uh, a lot of humping <laughs> happy yeah, I think you said that wrong. I think you said that wrong. I take The compromising gets down to even the little nitty gritty. Like when, when we first started living together, I opened my fridge. I seen ketchup. I was like, hold up, because I never. When I grew up. We never put ketchup. Ketchup in the fridge. don't go in the fridge. We don't put ketchup in the fridge, but that's how she grew up. So it was like. Like hold up, nigga was about to it go was, crazy. It was like two nights. It was like two days of me taking it out, and, and then like her seeing it, and her putting it in. And I'm like, why she keep doing it? And then we told her, I'm like, yo, what, like, yo, what's up with the ketchup? So, so what was the compromise? Right. Is the ketchup, ketchup still in the got refrigerator? Two no, the ketchup in the, is in the cabinet. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just one ketchup. Yeah, it's just one. No, we ain't buying two ketchups, bro. <laughs> I <laughs> mine in the cabinet. <laughs> You're in the refrigerator. Yeah, you know what I was gonna say. Also got ketchup in his dresser drawer. Like I'm tired of it. <laughs> He got a secret stash. I'm tired of this. Secret shit. stash of Chinese ketchups in the drawer. Right, the, little, the little packs. Yep, facts. I was gonna say <laughs> he just shaking them in the room. You know what? Fucking like, cold ketchup. <laughs> you know, you know our background. Right. Traditional, mm-hmm. Haitian, Caribbean too, Jamaican. Yeah, Jamaican. They, uh-huh. they uh, they raise their children a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So when you live a little bit, you damn a lot of it. <laughs> different well, what's from the how, how, how it's raised in the West. So like mm-hmm. things like living together with your with your significant other is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. So they don't like that's s- in uh black African American culture no, too. Yeah, no, it no. is frowned upon. It really is. It's frowned upon. It really is. Is it? Yeah. That's called shacking up. Yeah. All right, maybe yeah, right. All right, so like in just, a Christian household. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, let's say traditional. Trying to exclude Christian, me. whatever, <laughs> or, or religious, you know, whatever. Um, it's looked down upon. So, would you say a lot of women don't like moving in with their significant other because they feel like if they do it too early, it'll kind of slow down the process for them to get the ring, for them to get married eventually. Because if you're already living, if you're already treating him like a husband, if you're already giving him wifely stuff, mm-hmm. then why would he ever want to get married to you? That's what some women think. Um, do you do you would you say like living would you say living together when you feel like that might be the person that you want to marry is the best choice to go or do you just are you okay with just living together period I think that living together is um, is important in the beginning before you even get married because that's when you get to know the real person mm. right um, fortunately for for me like you know I, I love living with my wife but had had we not live together well we didn't live together but had had the experience had a turn for the negative i would have probably regretted being in this relationship exactly Mm. the right person yeah because you when you when you have the opportunity to live with someone you get to see their 
their habits. And you get to realize, wait, um, I'm not feeling this habit. Or, yeah. You know, the way somebody wake up in the morning, uh, they mm-hmm. probably don't brush their teeth right away. You know, it's just certain things that <laughs> you, you may not, you may not, it may bother you. Yeah. But you won't know that until you, until you do it, until you have that experience with living with them. But that's just my opinion on it. You know, what's one thing I won't regret? What? OMO Studios. <laughs> Austin. I got you. Oh, it's solo now. All right. <laughs> Hit my button. Oh, first time back. Shut up. OMO Studios. Huh? OMO Studios. You need a place to get correct with photos, videos, and all of that? OMO Studios is your best bet. OMO Studios, y'all. OMO Studio NYC on Instagram is the place you need to be if you need videos for your personal needs or TV. I don't know what you need, but I know OMO Studios is a spot to get it done. OMO Studios NYC. On Instagram, y'all. You messed up the pro. Who did the promo last show? <laughs> that shit Gus, was bad. Gus. It was really bad. Gus. He was like, oh, I just. It's OMO Studio. NYC on Instagram. Oh. So, I don't know who, what, I don't know where you sending them good people to. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all right. Read chat. <laughs> Let me get a chat. Fresh says, if you don't at least see any future with that person, you should not be living with them, period. Uh, when I skull says, settle before marriage, refrigerate after opening. Refrigerator. Yeah, I, I, I was going down. I was ready. I'm like, look, I know thunder don't roll that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I said, I said, hold up. Uh, when I skull says, you gotta know the true love. That's a fact. When I skull. Did you hear what he said though? What? <laughs> Refrigerator after, after opening. opening. Listen, when I skull. All right. No. Chill, chill, out, one because the hot sauce don't go in the fridge either, and it's yeah. all on the bottom. Yo, it said on the bottom. If it don't say it's not, that not to go to in the refrigerator. Don't put it in the refrigerator. I'll take it cold. I'll take it hot. It don't matter. That's what she said. That's what she did say? Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, one, another thing I wanted to get into, um, we had a conversation on the phone mm-hmm. a couple couple days ago, and we were talking about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but basically you made a move into a full-time entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I know in the culture we live in, that's something that a lot of people want to do. They want to leave their day job. And they want to fully immerse into like you know building their own business, making their own brand, and whatever. Um, what is some of the, what's some of the pros and what's some of the cons? Not, I'm not even gonna ask that. What's your biggest? What do you feel like your biggest obstacle was from going making that transition from having a job, you know, being a leader at where you work, and then jumping into into so entrepreneurship? entrepreneurship. Um, <clears throat> I, I think the biggest challenge for me was managing expectations. And what I mean by that, I had to realize what success looks like for me instead of seeing what success looked like through other people, right? Um, we go into entrepreneurship thinking, like, we're going to be successful in the w- year one. Yeah. Or year two, we're going to buy, we're going to have this much money. And once I started to manage that expectation, like, it may take one year to at least establish yourself. And then year two that's when you're gonna go to the next level. So looking back, I, I, I had this, you know, we, we all have it, entrepreneurs. We thinking like, all right, I'm gonna grind and then 
boom, we're going to make this money, and it's going to be successful straight out the gate. And the reality is it takes about three to five years before a business really um, start establishing, establishing themselves and making money. And managing those expectations and seeing what success looks like for me instead of looking on IG and what success right, looks like yeah. to other people, right? So uh, you, you have to break it down in phases. Phase one, like the one year one, what does that success look like to me? Whether it's a podcast show, right? Mm -hmm. Success year one might be getting up to a thousand subscribers. That could be success for me, right? Year two could be all right monetization, whatever it is. You could break it down in phases instead of looking at it like, okay, I got to do this, I got to do that. And the reality is, you don't have that much time. You know, you're, you're starting off, you have to build that foundation. You got to get people. You got to get support. You got to get, there's a lot of things. So you just got to see what um, success is for you. And I think that was probably something I had to step back and be like, okay, uh, this is going to be a long journey. It's not going to be a right. overnight success. Right. I got a question. Mm -hmm. um, what made you uh, take the leap? Mm. Okay. What uh, was that? <clears throat> that turning point. That epiphany. Mm. The epiphany happened with... Uh, Where'd you go from sticky your toe in the water <laughs> <laughs> to cannonball? What made you do that? Um, okay, so my wife and I had this... We had an exit plan from the beginning. Word? Yeah, we had an exit plan. We said after... Um, 10 years with the company uh, that's it we're done and exit wait so exit your what your regular <coughs> yeah, job right. mm -hmm. okay so we were making we, we were developing a plan having the strategies in place and say okay uh, exit plan um, by this year boom boom we out I'll go out first and then she'll transition mm -hmm. all right and then COVID happened and I was like okay we were planning on leaving anyway, but mm -hmm. now they gave us a package. Uh, right, so now, instead of leaving without money, I'm going to leave with some money. That's good. Right. So then I, all that was playing in my mind, but then um, my wife got sick. She caught COVID, and it was really bad. And I saw what was happening with, with her. We had a newborn, and I'm like, oh, okay, damn. damn. Newborn, pressure. three months. Yeah, yeah three mm -hmm. months. She's sick. And I'm in the house, and I'm like, all right, let me let me leave, take a leave. Um, at the time, they were giving out the leave, mm -hmm. right? And I said, let me just take five months. But I knew, as a leader, it doesn't look good that people are struggling. The, um, we because we didn't know what was going on, right? COVID was fresh to us. We didn't. We, there was no real good information, right. no solid yeah. information. So with that being said, I knew, like, as a leader, I should be there for my team, right? But at home. I got my wife and my son. My wife is sick, and we got a three-month-year-old. Three the other team. Right, the, the team that matters. Yeah, the real the main team. team. Right. The main team. team. And there's nothing wrong with the other team. JV versus Varsity. But there it is. <laughs> there you go. So, and, and when I saw that, I was like, man, uh, there was a turning, that was a turning point when I realized, like, I'm needed there, but this is where I need the flexibility to be here. Mm-hmm to support here and w it, it was really bad and I, I was so scared to have people come around the house because she was sick I, I was struggling so I was like you know what I th this is gonna be it we're gonna make the decision so when she got better and then we sat down and then it was like a last-minute decision 
but I, I was so confident in it, right? Because we had a deadline. And I went to sleep with no issues. I let the deadline pass, and then when they called me, they said, hey, what, what's your dis- decision going to be? And I said, I'm leaving. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, going to wow. take that chance because I'd rather have flexibility and knowing that as an entrepreneur, it's not that you have a lot of time. You don't. You got to put in the work, but you dictate your hours. So if I have to go back home to take care of <coughs> something, mm-hmm. I, I don't need to feel bad yeah. or guilty for leaving right. the other team. Right, you don't feel like you abandoned anybody. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's that, that was the thing for me. And when you get in leadership, you feel responsible, not only for yourself, but you feel responsible for everybody around you. Right, so you, you're responsible for this person's development. Right, and you know the people that you you help level up, they looking for you like, hold up, what are you doing? You leaving us? We yeah, you know, we we need we mm-hmm. need you here, mm-hmm. but they need me here more. So that was the turning point for me. Okay, yeah. I think I think a lot of people want to have that turning point, that transition, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you know, for my even for myself, you know, I want to go fully into something, but there's something about the the fear of being down and out, and with your 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 consistent job, you know you have that financial security, security right? Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like that kind of helped me in place, and stopped me from branching out to do a lot more things, because I had more responsibilities, right? I was paying my own rent, paying for a vehicle, blah blah blah, blah all this stuff, right? So for me to say, hey, I want to leave, but do I want to leave and be down and out? I kind of want to make sure I have something in place so that I have a smooth transition. And it seems like a lot of times, your transition, you never know if it's going to be smooth or not. Yeah. Like you said, it takes time before you can get something going, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, for me personally, like, I, I, I work my job, and, you know, with all the time that I have on the side that I can compact and squeeze, I try to work on, you know, my side mm-hmm. hustle and getting that to a point where the transition is not as bad. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So it's not, it's not a full dive in. I want to ask Gus, yeah, too, because Gus, Gus, yeah. Gus, you know, <laughs> why you, don't do that. You knew it was coming. <laughs> Pause. Because Gus, you know, Gus, you, tell, tell him about you. He's, he's an entrepreneur as well. Yeah, I, I yeah. see you as an entrepreneur. Are you an entrepreneur? Yeah. For he's sure. Entrepreneur. Big, he's time, a, big, big time leap of faith, too. Yeah, right. He sells sandals. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he looks like he sells sandals. All right, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. That was a good one. But nah, it's, um, I agree with a lot of things that you said. And even now, it's still uh, a back and forth in my mind. Like, okay, in order for me to be successful in, in the area that I'm in, I'm going to have to put in the work. But it's still like, because of that, your expectations isn't always met or you don't know when it's going to happen mm-hmm. it's like do i want to risk it so that's what i mean about managing expectations yeah you can't get too ahead of yourself mm. but then you have to look at reality i can't you know you still got to support yourself right exactly so that's what i meant by it. but go ahead i'm sorry no um so I- exactly so like what i do is i create content and I'm establishing a brand with the content um, to eventually uh, monetize off of it. How did it start? When did, when did you realize that you was 
you know, entrepreneur. Oh, uh, man. I used to hustle back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I ain't going to lie. Gus, Gus used to tell me, we went to high school together, and I didn't realize it until later down the line. A winter hit, and he's like, yeah, we going out to shovel driveways. I'm like, nigga, I'm not going out to shovel nobody's driveway. You didn't shovel driveways? No. One, I live in the projects. <laughs> Ain't no driveways to shovel in the projects. Oh, yeah. So in, in his mind, he's like, I'm getting this money. In my mind, like, fuck I'm doing that for? Right. Snow know. day. Right, it's a snow <laughs> day, right? And, you know, that kind of, I didn't realize his mindset until years after. That's why I kind of say, like, like, how did it really start for you? Because people don't have that mindset young, you know? It started, like, when you can't get your money, you can't get money from your parents. Yeah. Like, you know, your you know, your friends always got bread, but you don't because you got siblings and all that other stuff. Right. So it went from um, experiment. I used to, first thing I sold was sandwiches. I, I used to make. I say sandals, bro. Imagine <laughs> 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 your ass. So first thing I sold was sandwiches. And from there, it went Wait, from. Wait, you made the sandwiches yourself and then sold? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it went from Not there. take a sandwich from you. That's, that's, that's uh, pre-COVID. <laughs> white bread? It was on white bread? Nah, it was whole wheat. Oh. There ain't no white bread in my household back then. <laughs> but it was in elementary school. Elementary school. That's um, crazy. I sold the it's sandwich to my friend. He gave me bread. I was like, all right, nigga, tomorrow. I got you with another sandwich. <laughs> so we'll go from that to selling water to candy. What your parents say when you go over here making sandwiches? They didn't know. Okay. But, and at the time, it wasn't a large scale. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just one to two clients. Yeah. <laughs> he called his, he said, his he fifth said, grade classmates clients. He said, he said, I got he said, yo, I gave him one sandwich, got him hooked. And then after that started supplying the school. Nah, but it just I Frank Lucas. <laughs> he about to say Franklin from uh Snowfall. Uh, that but, uh, too. <laughs> but um it's really just uh independence, you know, when you have your own bread. That's what it is. Yeah. And then you make your own money, tax. Free at the time, yeah. You know, don't I was tell him, I, I don't tell him that. IRS coming for that ass. I, I, yeah. I, I go lie. Like I could say, around like seven, eight years old, I I went to. I used to go to the grocery store, mm. and I used to like put people's bags in their cars for like a dollar. Mm. By the end of the day, you do like twenty cars, you get twenty dollars in your pocket. Yeah. So I did that every weekend, yeah. Saturday, yeah. Sunday, and I used to go. My mom used to be like, "Where you getting this money for Chinese food?" Because mm. <laughs> me being young, you know, I'm not thinking about saving it. Like I'm, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? I, I'll go to the, mm-hmm. I go to the to the supermarket, put back the car. She said, you better not ever do that again. Like, don't let me. The whole summer I was over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. nah. I, shit, I started hustling in high school. Gus put me on. We selling <laughs> candy. I sat him down. I said, hey, my man, you, this is some serious business. Nigga. That nigga you, you turned me into an employee. I was <laughs> leaving class to go to the other lunch period selling fucking go Gus said, <laughs> fruit snacks and shit. Gus said, listen, you either going to be a hustler or a customer. Right. <laughs> Pick one. Don't get high on the supply. That's a fact. Also, yo, the kid. Bro, this one I Gus, said Gus funny as fuck. I'm going to tell you this. Yo, huh? Gus. Say you funny. Gus used to sell Take people candy and then ask for some. He would not <laughs> eat his own candy. Plenty of times yo, I witnessed him. Man, I witnessed him buying him. Like, yo, let me let me just get a little little piece. Let me get a piece. They like, you got a whole bag, and they really. He like, no, nah, no, nah, but I can't eat my own supply. And they really <laughs> give him a piece. I'm like, yo, this nigga. That's it was the finest fee. <laughs> right. That's funny. But, I, I was gonna say, um, you had something to say. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt. Do you? Do you? I feel like having that hustler spirit. 
is something that people are born with, or do you think it's, it's something that you can learn? Because I'll tell you right now, I shovel snow, but it was only because my cousins dragged me out to do it with them. Mm. And my cousins did uh, an array of other shit, but I never was a part of it because I never wanted to do what they was doing. Like, I always just wanted to be in my, in my crib. But it don't necessarily have to be shoveling. Like, you can do, yeah. you can be interested in doing yeah. something else. That's what I'm saying. They always found something. Water. Oh, you, was, you wasn't doing nothing. I didn't do. I didn't want to do anything <laughs> with them. I wanted to. I was the play games, uh -huh. ride my bike, play. You know, play with my friends. So I was never that. I wanted. How did to go you out view money, money at that time, though? Nick, like, <laughs> he had none. Like, yeah, like, he was if I had money, oh, I got money. I'm gonna go spend it. I go but spend you didn't it. That's care. It. I didn't it care. like you didn't care. Exactly. Yeah. But that mindset now actually comes with me as an adult, though, mm. because I still don't have a money. I'm. I got better. But as you get older, you realize, oh, I got to save my bread. Yeah. You know, I got to have this amount of money. I got to have I got to have credit right. You don't that mindset starts with some people young I and it go, started with you young. I ain't gonna lie. I used to I used to see like my mom used to take me to the hair salon. Right. And like. The drug dealers used to be outside. Mm -hmm. So I'll be sitting in the car. <laughs> and then Don't I'm, tell no, me I'm, you were selling drugs. This is an episode of Caden. This is an episode of Caden, yo. I was selling drugs, but I used to see them like. Like, oh, when the, they used to, you know, sell their product. And then, like, they used to be so strategic with it. Like, they would be, they'll be like an old Popeye's box on the corner. They got all their work in there. Mm -hmm. They got their money in there. But you wouldn't even know. You're not even, nobody checking for no Popeye's box. Mm -hmm. But, like, the way they used to move, I used to be like, yo, how do they? Yeah. Like, I knew I didn't want to deal with no drugs. Because, you know, I've been around that. Like, I'm, I'm not, me? Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> right. But, like, like too the, funny. the way they used to. <laughs> <laughs> the way <laughs> the way they used to hustle, like the way they used to move, like you know what I'm saying, they had all the gold chains, the nice cars, and they, the way they used to move, like it was intriguing, like not the not the like the hood part of it. It was just like the mindset, the mindset, the, the way they yeah. moved. They was up early, up late. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was intriguing to me. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think some people got it and some people don't. But yeah. the trick is, is is a hustle starting a hustle to some is easy. But to establish it as a real business and like, yeah, well, that's and, like a next yeah, level. You're right because it's a, it's about sustaining it. Yeah. How long can I sustain this for? Right? Yeah. Um, but to answer your question is, I think that some people do start early because they see it from someone around them, like whether it be a family member or a friend or somebody. They see the tr the way they. They, uh, the transactions happen, the way they communicate with certain people. You know, you build off, you, you pick from different people around you, mm -hmm. right? So you start to develop in that. The other, the other part of it is when you get older, and I think it starts to sink in more, it's because now reality starts to hit. Now you're like, okay, got I got to step up my game up. Yeah. I got to yeah. we yeah, do X, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And th that drives you, right? For some people... They'll go, they'll go like their hit hardship would hit, and they'll lose everything, and then they'll get so that hunger comes in like, nah, I can't live like this anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, their hustle is born. So sometimes you gotta be down. You gotta be yeah. down. They yeah. say yeah. success. Yeah, they say success has two things: is either pain or pleasure. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so, mm -hmm. say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Look at look at this camera right here. Look at that. Camera. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> success has two meanings: pain and pleasure. And that means is that either is when you're hurt and you don't you're tired of it and you're like nah I gotta go out there and get it. Mm. And the other part is when you 
enjoy it so much you enjoy what you're doing you so you want to keep it mm. nice so that's why the pain and pleasure comes in shake jealous look at shake <laughs> oh <laughs> that's that's his segment we hit that button he talked but he, he tight right now i got I'm you shake no worries i'm inspired i hit it for me hit it for me no, no, no. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Wow. <laughs> yo, everybody, anybody in the chat, if you have any type of aspirations of being an entrepreneur or if you just want to, you know, leave your job to do something that you love one day, let us know in the chat. What's the one thing you've always wanted to do? Right do y'all feel like y'all are born hustlers? And if you got a side hustle, what's your side hustle? Let us know. Yo, Austin. Yes, sir. The camera. Uh, oh, you got to switch it back. Oh. <laughs> Peter Akin <laughs> says, I tried to do that once, but then it get... Then it gets smushed at the bottom of my bag. My friends ain't want to buy nothing <laughs> hey, from me. about a sandwich. The food <laughs> item in question. See, there's a trick with that. You got to put a brick at the bottom of the... No, you Not don't, a brick. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Nah, nah. carrying bricks. <laughs> you got a sandwich between two bricks. <laughs> a cocaine. No. <laughs> Wait, Stan, you from, uh, you from Southside, right? No, I'm, I'm from East New York, Brooklyn. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Finally. Finally. Nigga, what you hitting? I don't know. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, I was telling someone actually, I was I think he's either from Queens or Brooklyn. He's from one or the other. Yeah, yeah, I'm from. But you was out in Queens. Yeah, a lot. Like, you familiar with a lot of the dudes in Queens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Queens, Queens raised you? No, no, no. no don't say, don't no. say. Don't say that. Brooklyn raised me, but. Come on, Steve. Queens made you. No. <laughs> Give some y'all, stre- y'all stretching it. Yeah. You got money in Queens. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 you, got yeah. money, you got money in Queens. Yeah, you see yeah, how hard they trying? True. You see no, how hard they trying? True. I did get money in Queens. One thing I, I realized Queens is the win. Brooklyn mindset, though. That, the Brooklyn right? mindset. The location don't yeah. matter. It's the mindset, man. Mm-hmm. And br- one thing about Brooklyn, I mean, one thing about, well, Brooklyn is always going to be uh, grimy. Not grimy, but <laughs> haters. You know, no, we, we, like, we, we, you build endurance, like it's it's so gritty. It's like yeah, you had to run. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely you you realize like damn, there's, there's so many situations out there, and you develop a, a strong mindset. Mm. All right, when I went to Queens, that's when you know people was talking about not not saying money. Brooklyn had money, but it was more like you know people at that time people were carrying more. It was more like you know, violence and things like oh, that, okay. right? But in, um, <laughs> when you went to Queens, when I went to Queens, it's just like going to Harlem. You just saw it was just different. People yeah. were just about money. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just about mm-hmm. like, you know. But, it, you know, parts of Southside is rough, too. Oh, yeah. For me, it was. Yeah, so. it's, not, it's not rough no more. Yeah, it is. I don't know what he talking about. It was. It's still rough, but it's not like how it was back then. Yeah, because yeah. you're not a kid no more. No, no, no. I'm talking about before we were kids, like when our parents was growing up. Oh, yeah, that's different. That's yeah. different. That's the 80s different. type shit. Good old cocaine age. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine. Like, something. You couldn't sugar. walk down something <laughs> um, back then. Like, it was bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. zombie land back mm-hmm. then. So, mm-hmm. it got way better compared to what it was. I mean, my whole neighborhood um, right now is, my old neighborhood is like, Yo, you know. Yeah. Crackheads used to be beautiful. so useful back in the day. <laughs> Not no more. Now, they used to break in people's houses. Like, my they house. sell you the thing they stole. <laughs> Right My house to used you. to have bars on it. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was for you. <laughs> oh, that's for them. <laughs> I wasn't like that. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Damn, you have bars in your room? Them kids. That's rough, man. <laughs> Boo. I, I do want to touch something you said earlier about um, making that leap and because of the financial situations, yep. right? I, I just want to say one thing. If you could put aside 
um, six months worth of savings mm -hmm. and you have a, a good product, whatever it is, product or service that you have, I, I would still suggest taking a leap of faith where you go full time in one and then part time on the other after you have that cushion. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because we become slaves of the salary. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's why they call it the trap. Yeah, that's the real trap. Yep. You become slave of the salary. So if you have six months aside and you're able to go part time on another job and go full time on the, the thing that you're passionate about, then I would suggest like, just go ahead and go take a leap of faith because the job will always be there in right. the sense that you can always get another job, but you can't make back the time you lost on your passion. Right. True. Right. And that cap, the but salary is, it, it seems good and it's, it's consistent and, and yeah. but it's capped to where you can actually be on your own. Correct. Right. Correct. Because it's working and it's there now and it looks good. It's kind of blinding the fact that you can be higher. You can be more, you can be making more, you can be having more fun. Right. Yeah. You can be enjoying, you know, everything like, so that, that too in itself. They say, they say that, um. When you have a job, you have a cap, obviously, to whatever the highest amount you can make with that job. But when you work for yourself, your your cap is infinite. Like it you is, can make yeah, as much yeah. money it's, it's, it's all as on you can. Yeah, it's all on you. It's all on you. Yep. But and the harder, another thing is the hard, the 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 older you get, the more responsibilities you have: rent, children, a, a wife, right, right. kids. Mm -hmm. All of that makes it harder and harder for you to take that mm -hmm. leap. Mm -hmm. so, I recently left my job. I was there seven years. And I, I had conversations with, you know, some people, some folks that are older who are, let's say 10 years older than me or 10, less than 10 years older than me, let's say, you know, in their thirties or whatever. And they kind of want to do the same. They want to leave. They, the, the cap, everyone felt they were at a cap mm -hmm. in this, in this job. And the, that was the one thing that a lot of people always says, like, you know, I have a family. And I have a house that I have to make sure More is secured. You know, it's like, like I can't just take this leap when, you know, I got kids at home and I have a mortgage to pay and, all, you know, all these other responsibilities, you know. And then you don't want to put that all onto whoever your, your spouse is without, mm -hmm. you know, their consent and them being comfortable taking on that, that yeah, yeah, burden. burden. Yeah, right. But uh, two things. Number one, um, your spouse or whoever, your, your partner has to be on board or it's not going to be successful. Mm -hmm. They have to be supporting you in some type of way because it's the energy they're trying to fight at home and then to put maximum energy at the thing that you're trying to build, it won't be there. Right. Right, because you're too busy wasting too much energy. So the family in the household, whoever that is, they have to be on board. I have mm -hmm. a friend, he's doing 10X, right? But he has everybody, right, down to the kids helping out. Right, file papers or yeah. you know do certain yeah. things. <coughs> so it's, it becomes a family business, and if you treat it like a family business where everybody in the family wins, then everybody's successful. The other thing, uh, man, I lost the train of thought. But the bottom line is, is really having that support system. Mm -hmm. Oh, the, here's the other thing: you can always work a afterwards because they say it's not what the eight hours you put in at the job. It's the additional hours you put in after the job. After the job, right. yep. Mm -hmm. So if you go back and put in X amount of time, this it's going to be a point where it's going to pay out, where it's going to level off. You know, it's like the scale, mm -hmm. right? On one end, the scale is here, right? Because this is your job. 
but you're working your your part-time business. Yep. But then the scale starts to slowly level up and then eventually it tilts over and then you don't need a job anymore. Exactly. Because of the <clears throat> I always tell people, I'm like, listen, I, I have a setup in my crib. There's days when, <clears throat> excuse me, there's days when I'm sitting at my computer literally 12 hours. 12 hours, I work my first job, switch over, I'm editing, I doing invoices, reaching out to people, blah, 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 into the next thing. And it's like, there was a time where I was doing it heavy and then I realized like, yo, like if you have a partner, like sometimes that time, like you can you can get lost in, in the sauce and like, it was like a period, it's like, yo, we haven't been on a date in mad long, right? Yeah. Like we've grinding, ah, ah, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, it, like you said, if they're not on board, they don't understand, you know, your mindset and your, 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 what you're pushing to right now. Mm-hmm. They see everything as a loss to them, yeah. Instead of a gain to them, and, and, and it's like, hey, we're working for something, you know. Yeah. So that that's I, another thing too. I, I think that the key is including them. That's where the inclusion part comes in. Yep. It's like, how can I include this person to be part of this movement that I'm building here, right? So uh, it's like you you got to go out there and recruit your wife. You got to recruit yeah, your kids. Yeah. Like, hey, this is something that we we have to buy into, and we have to push it out, right? So that way it becomes successful. If not, if they're not on board, you're dragging. Yeah, it's an uphill battle. Do you feel like you can have, do you feel like that your person has to be on board with you? What if they're doing their own thing, but they're not giving you any type of, uh, they're not, you, there's no, there's no no stress or pushback at home. That's support. That's still support. Think about it like this. She could be giving you a headache by not spending time with me. Right. Right. So well, she's doing her, she thing. Doing her thing and, and she knows the importance of her thing. Right. So she's going to value the importance of your thing. It's right. understanding. It's understanding because yeah. she, she's going through it. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, individual girl, I still see, even though we're not like this growing, I still see us two different platforms growing together. That I feel like that eventually is going to come to a peak. Meet. Yeah. It's going to come to a peak. Can you have individual growth while you're married still? Yes. Uh, okay. Because it, it, it the you person should. has to want to grow, yeah. right? And <clears throat> what happens is... She's like, you do all the growing. No. <laughs> Mary, so whatever you do, I'll But then what happens then, you outgrow the person. Mm. Mm. Then you got to let them go out of love. Oh! <laughs> there we go. There we go. Back to the man. That was a nice transition. <laughs> I got a question. Yeah. Um, was your spouse always 100% on board with what, what you're doing now? Yeah, because I communicate a lot. I over-communicate. Mm. Over, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I want to do. Um, what are you, your thoughts on it? And then, and you know, the back and forth with the feedback. And sometimes uh, I win, sometimes I lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is, we know it's for a better reason. So if I lose the argument, I and I recognize that I lost because she made a valid point, mm-hmm. then I don't try to force it because. You hear that, Drew? Yeah. Hey, hey, Stan. Sometimes, sometimes you, you gotta hey. take a L. Wait, hold on, hold well, on. You don't really lose. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This nigga is toxic. Give me a solo. I got you, bro. There you go. I was waiting for this shit. I there was. Go. God damn. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Stan. You never lost because you gained a valuable lesson. Oh, that's true. <laughs> It so wasn't what? your best. You a hater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah, stand the man. I was dead. How you gonna say that? It wasn't your best. It wasn't, it wasn't your best. best. I thought it was gonna be at like a good. No, no, no. Sometimes six bars. You would give me like look, uh, look. Sometimes less is more. Mm. Mm. 
That's better. Keep going. Keep going. And that's why he gained a lesson. All right, that was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, still, he's still on vacation mode. Yo, what I score? Yeah, you're a little rusty. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, uh, Lip is rusty. Wow. Shut up. <laughs> uh, one I score says, "I want to be a performer." One I score, what type of performer you want to do? Because Gus, Gus should ask that. You should have. <laughs> Yo, tell Shake what kind of performance you want to be doing. Tell man, Drew. Peter Akin says, "I view success short." Uh, sort of like riding a train and becoming a successful YouTuber or having a business, and each stop on that train is individual sale or video you put out until you get the until you get the stop you want to get off, and which at which is your goal. So he's saying he sees success like a train. Each stop you you pass by, and the one that you really want is the one you get off and go full throttle on. I guess I could see that. I could definitely see that. But we yeah, had uh, talking about putting in the work to get to the end of the you know end of the track. So, good. What happened? I was gonna say we wrapping up the show. If anybody in the chat room have any questions for our guest, Stan, the man, man, thank you. Fast pace, <laughs> live stop. Q and A right now, y'all. Add the man when you say Stan. Stan? I think it's coined though. You gotta change it. You gotta, you gotta change, change it. <laughs> oh, when I says acting, theater, comic, poet, I like that. All right, like that. While like while that. we while we wait for people to drop them quick questions in right now, Stan, quick, you want to tell everybody where they can find your content, where they, where they can follow you, join the podcast, tell them everything. Uh, yes, we're on um, YouTube. Uh, it starts now. The Happy Hour Finance and Business. Uh, we're also on uh, IG underscore it underscore starts underscore now, and um, you could see. Uh, just go in the profile. You check out our bio. And all the links are there. Um, tune in because we we definitely have a lot of people that have gems that came on, and and I'm learning from them too every day. Mm. They come in, uh, they got businesses, and if you want to learn some more about some entrepreneurship, um, that's you could definitely t- tap into a lot of the information that they gave. What's up? I got a question. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was <laughs> muted. I thought I was <laughs> muted. Right, so. Let us know when you're muting us, nigga. Why? God, it, was, it was his time to talk. Because sometimes you just be saying too much. I think I be talking too much. <laughs> yeah. nah. don't, don't, don't be asking, Stan. <laughs> right. Up, what inspired you to start the podcast? Um, it's, it's really, to be honest, really not a podcast. It's a show. Mm. We wanted to create something that was going to give back information and it's back to the community. Um because we realize inspiration. All right, you have inspiration, but you don't have anybody that... They show you the success part of it, mm. but they never show you the in-between, mm. the journey yep. part of it. So you, when you look <coughs> at things from, from a totality, you think, you're like, oh, it's easy. All right, but then when you go to listen to somebody, like when you go on, on, the, on the show, on the platform, and then you hear the, somebody's stories, it's like, man, like this girl... Uh, Samaya Gore, she's the number one African, she's the only African-American that's in vitamin shop right now. And her company, she was making $100,000 a year at her job, $100,000 a month on her side business. Wow. Mm, You had on her show? Yeah. You had on your show? Yeah, she was on the show, and and she was telling her story. And at one point she said how she went, she was, um, she went broke, and uh, her home went to foreclosure, mm. right? These are the stories that we don't really hear about. Hear yeah. about, yeah. right? Uh, we had um, 
the 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 blue exotic. Well, that's the girl that went to uh, to high school with us. Right. So oh, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if you hear their company is evaluated at ten million, mm. and she's having a conversation and, and where they both were sharing how the fact that they lost in the beginning twenty k out the gate. And then they turned it around, and now the company's doing. They actually expanded. They're in Miami right now, so mm. they have. Um, I think going on three. They're gonna go on three locations because they're gonna have one in Queens. Nice. So yeah, I was <coughs> looking at doing a rental from them um, for some time. Right. Eventually, right. Yeah, yeah. My boy told nah, me they about got them. Some, Peter they got King got a question for you. So, so you're saying they took they took a loss but gained a valuable lesson? They did, but <laughs> these are the stories that you don't hear about. You just hear about the success part. Right. Mm. And so we wanted to put it out there um, to inspire the culture and let people know, like, there's a lot of people like us that's really successful on the low. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, we just have to tap into that. So I, I, I always say we're like that quiet voice in your head that's telling you you can do it. Yep. Yeah. Just start that shit now. Start hey, now. Peter King yeah. got a question. He said, what Stan's day job? I'm a consultant in a day. And what I, I do, I'm a professional coach, right? But I also train people, like say you want to start a company. Mm -hmm. I, I go over the data with you as far as like what you're going to need, uh, what licenses, what um, uh, it's just overall starting your business and I walk you through it. Nice. Mm. Gus, why you start the podcast? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, supposed to be, this was supposed to be a self-development podcast. But I realized yeah, this, this, this conversation this was solid development right here, brother. Look at, <laughs> <laughs> look at us now. I'm disappointed. He brought us all I'm together. Disappointed. Look at oh, us man. now. I'm disappointed. Now playing. Hey, I just want to let you know, life <laughs> is not about the destination; it's about the journey. Uh, okay, <laughs> and that is a quote from Gerald from Hey Arnold. <laughs> now we, I started the podcast. Oh, I wanted to start our podcast for self-development reasons, but I realized with you, with these guys we can have we can entertain and do that at the same time. Yeah. Sometimes one yeah, episode may be funny. all goofy, you know that. Next episode, you know we pouring our hearts out because yeah. you know Stan, we need to let people know <laughs> that we're here for them. <laughs> that should be yeah, But you know, you know what I love is the chemistry. It's like it's a vibe, and just like yeah. you said. Like, it didn't start out like that. Nope. At all. Uh, <laughs> I ain't yeah, like this nigga. <laughs> this nigga was weird. I ain't really like him like Wait, that. Wait, you ain't like me? Mm -mm. What did I do to you? No, he you, said you were you weird. Too, you too quiet. No, he was weird. I ain't uh, like you. You was too loud. <laughs> you still too loud. I have no problems with you. Right. Yeah, right. sure. chemistry definitely took, um, it took time. Yeah. It took yeah. time. Yeah. That's one thing I say consistently now. I think our chemistry is like, yeah. we got way better than what it was in the yeah. beginning. Yeah, because in the sure. beginning, woo, <laughs> we was bumping heads. We, egos. <laughs> we, we had egos. Was in still the I, egos. I no yeah. ego. It's, I'm egoless, but you know them. He the one with yeah. the biggest ego right here. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's a it's a plus that we all are completely different individuals. Completely, yeah. you know, yeah. different yeah. different mindsets, yeah. and in our different hairlines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but this is what I'm talking about: that managing expectations. Because look, you guys could have quit in the beginning. We almost did. Yeah, we almost did. 2020 was a rough year. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, shit. <laughs> we was on Zoom. <laughs> Yo, you ever watch those episodes? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. It's documented though. So 
Wait, I thought about quitting. I never thought about quitting. We had a conversation. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so he don't pay attention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I block out. His I block attention out. span is crazy. I block out what I want to hear. You feel me? I don't, really, I don't pay attention to that. He's like, yo, Stan, I need filter, motivation. Right? Yeah, I feel to all that negativity. He's going to come to you for motivation, then he's going to be like, uh-huh. 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 Now, uh-huh. one thing I do um, like about your show is how informative is it, it is. Um, and your guests, I, every time you I see your guests, I'm like, oh shit! Like you surprised me with the guests. So mm. keep doing your thing with that. I like I don't know how you where you getting your guests from. I don't know if you pulling your <laughs> Southside connects or your Brooklyn, your East New York connects. Yeah, no, we um, we got a <laughs> we got a, a good network. We we um we were eight, we were fortunate growing up. I was fortunate to connect with a lot of good solid people. So when they heard that I was doing this, and they were like, yeah, I'll call such and such. and get That's valid. That's uh, valid. That's what's up. That's dope. Yeah. That's, that's, Listen, that's don't important. burn bridges. Character. You never know don't when you got to cross bridges. that bridge. That's yeah. a fact. Don't burn yeah. the bridge. That's Sometimes you got to burn that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we going to end on that, though. <laughs> You just finished watching your man's in the block. I'm Ooh. your man's Gus Third. Sound terrible. I'm your I, man's Bello. I'm your man's Austin Felix. And I'm your man Shakespeare. Hold Bro. on. And I'm your man standing hey! Hey! <laughs> Shouts out to Kyrie. Shout out to Kyrie. Yo, your replacement sh- has been fired. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Nick in the chat. Nicholas Ferguson. He said tap there. What up, my boy? Everything Q. Everything O and Q TV. He says, I'm here. Welcome, welcome. Everything on Q. What's the word? Uh, Peter Kinn says, see, the thing is for me, I don't know where I would, where I can find three friends to start this sort of podcast with. Start it by yourself, Peter. All right, Uh, Self-motivation, brother. In a random studio. In Brooklyn, New New York. York, This is your your man's in the block. Yeah. I'm your man Shakespeare. Thanks for watching. Tune into your man's them live Wednesdays at 9 p.m. on YouTube and catch your audio on Spotify and all your streaming platforms. Come and kick it with the coolest young man you can sit in. Going through some shit will get you right. Come and listen. Y'all ain't messing with the starting five. Who you kidding? Yeah, it's your man's in them. It's your man's in them. Ladies, you can pull up. We could talk, give advice. Fellas, we could laugh. We could joke about life. 